goodness my goodness my gracious my love hello lovers it's your pal jess wood welcome to get wood do you know that after a show the other night a woman came up to me and said you're right blowjobs will be the currency in the apocalypse and i said i know girl that's why i do the joke i have to let everybody know that's my skills you gotta have skills for the apocalypse folks what are you gonna do when the grid goes down when the grid goes down hey it's get wood with your pal jess wood welcome and speaking of oh my goodness well get wood is really the only true story audio diary sex positive podcast and live show that you're ever gonna feast your little eyes on beep beep oh my so nice to see everybody here and nice for you to listen thank you so much it's been an exciting exciting week for sure jam-packed with goodies and so exciting i can't even get over it so i did a show speaking of blowjobs during the apocalypse as you know my skill uh i did that joke at a show on friday night at a place called red gorilla studios now shout out to Red Gorilla because they were very sweet to us and um, they and it was a really cool joint. If I was a musician, if I was a rock star, I mean, if I I know I'm a little bit of a rock star, you guys stop it. Uh, but if I was like a music person, I would be so into that studio because first off, it's in the middle of nowhere and you have to go very far away from where I live and preside and usually work and go into the industrial areas of um southwest valley i don't even know i don't even know which part of the valley you know it's very hard for me to say things are in the valley here because i grew up in los angeles and in los angeles the valley boy that was the worst place that you could ever be from no no joke it's like jersey to new york city do you know what i'm talking about everyone in new york city is like fucking jersey ugh and jersey's like what we're not so bad hey what exit are you off <laughs> i'm from jersey anyway red gorilla studios very nice uh people and they had all these cameras and they were live streaming the show but here's the thing shout out to my girl shawna cuz she was watching the live stream and she was like well i couldn't hear any audience so it just kind of sounded like you were talking <laughs> well that's great for comedy isn't that fantastic for comedy i'd say that was probably the best thing you could ask for if you want to do a comedy show definitely don't want to hear the audience laughing also i was getting talked to heckled if you will from a gentleman in the audience and i started to talk to him and he was heckling everyone all night and so i started to talk to him because i felt he wanted attention and you know i i'm here if no one else i can understand that wanting <laughs> the need for attention um and thank you for the hair uh the the compliments on the hair i am a, a superhero now so thank you um so over at red gorilla we were doing our show and i did do my bit about my apocalypse skill being blowjobs and i immediately after the show had two gentlemen approach me and start telling me about what they could give me during the apocalypse and yes they were a tad bit drunk and they were uh pardon me they were two handsome mustached white men white men which usually it's not really my type but these guys were hilarious okay a little drunk but also listing what they could hey um so i we could get you like chicken cutlets and uh 
you know, plenty of water, like soda water. You seem like you like soda water. And I'm like, why? Because I'm a Jew. You're like, I like salsa. We call it salsa. You remember the Seinfeld? Salsa or salsa? Salsa or salsa? Salsa or salsa? Anyway, they were giving me lists and lists of what they could uh, (laughs) provide me with during the apocalypse times. Um, it was really nice. It was, it was very nice. So I wanted to say hello to those gentlemen if they are indeed watching or listening. So hi guys, we've got some time, I hope, before the shit all collapses around us. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to get it. That's a, that's a, it's a hush. It's a heavy, uh, it's a heavy little deal to get into right now. Let's, let's keep it light. Shall we? Shall we keep it light? All right. Thank you very much. Now, um, I really am grateful for you guys when you, or you gals, or you witches, or they, them, all y'all, we, us, gang, lovers. I don't know why I have to do a finger bang. Uh, For those on audio only, I did do a finger bang situation when I said lovers. Anyway, because I love a good finger bang. And um, let's get back to where we were going. I really enjoy it when you all send me all a comment, a concern, a question, something for me to talk about. Because, you know, I do have a very full life. Thank you so much. I do. It's very lovely. And I can't stop talking like this because I've been watching Bridgerton. I have. And, you know, there's something about very hot Duke and uh, there's a lot of sex scenes and I must fast forward through them. That's how I mi- that's how much I miss having regular sex is I must fast forward. I, I go like this. I'm watching the Bridgerton and I go, okay, all right. Okay. Very hot. Very hot. This is me on my couch. Very hot. I get it. It's very hot. They're, they love each other. They're very hot for one another, but like cranky cranky lady i just would like some consistency in my uh cleaning out of the pipes if you will so anyhow uh i i speak like this a lot but it kind of makes sense for the setup for my next uh story because i did get a letter this week or if you will a dm please um from my uh lovely listener sani Sani Falkenberg. Yes. And she comes from across the pond. So hopefully I'm not butchering her accent too badly. Anyways, uh, Miss Sani would like to know, and she wrote this to me, she would like to know, why do people speak now in questions? <laughs> now that was a question, but you know what I mean when they, when they say, uh, hey, um, the weather is really weird today. Uh, are you asking me or are you telling me but putting a question mark at the end? Now, I'm so glad that she asked me what this was. When did this arrive? She asked, when did this arrive? Not when did this start, but arrive like an Englishwoman would. Um, It's another pointed look at a dumbed down American uh, situation. Yes, I say situation a lot when I can't remember a, vo- a vocabulary word, and forgive me, but you're, you're here, and, and and I feel loved, so thank you, and I hope you also feel loved from this, this woman here. Um, so she's wondering why, why do women, it's mostly women, speak with a question at the end, 
and, and it's not a question. And I have to say, that combined with vocal fry, good God, it's my worst nightmare ever to have come to the planet. And it really is, reminds me of um, literally and basically because, and you know how I hate literally and basically, because I feel there are, there are just extra words going in or extra exclamation, you know, extra, um, um, you know, with the exclamation point, the question mark. <laughs> Listen, I dropped out of 10th grade. And even before that, I didn't know what was going on at school. I was raised by, um, well, I wasn't really raised. Anyway, back to the story. Um, so there's something about, first of all, the vocal fry when the girls are like, you know, when they're like, and then I was, um, I was walking outside and I went to the store and I, and okay, it's horrifying. Yes, it's horrifying. However, here is my hypothesis. Thank you so much. I believe that this is a very sad hypothesis, but I really believe that women, especially right now, are questioning their um, thoughts, their ideas, their 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 question. They're so afraid. I think all of us are, but I think guys can disguise it a little bit better with like a tough kind of like yeah babe what's up you know like they can vocal fry and it sounds like they don't really care and that's cool but it's it's almost as if everyone is playing this game of I don't really care like whatever it doesn't really matter like nothing really matters to me and with the question mark at the end for the women it really makes me sad because it makes me think that Everyone is is questioning whether or not it's enough what they're saying, and they're kind of putting it out there like, well, you know, what? Like, if you don't um, listen to me, it's cool, or maybe you'll listen to me more because I'm asking a question. It sounds like, do you know what I mean? It's like the basically thing. I really believe basically is for us for the listener. The teller says basically to us because they want us to know that they're going to shorten it as much as possible and make it the most, you know, direct and, and, and quick story. And so we don't have to worry about hearing all this stuff. Basically, this is this and this. Okay. I'm not worried about a story. I'd like a story. I don't need basically. Just tell me the story. And with the question marks, I feel they're questioning their own confidence, their own dialogue, their own thoughts and ideas. And I feel it's a really sad situation, you know, because, and I, and, and guess who I think is responsible for it uh, more than anyone, more than even my favorite murder girls are the Kardashians. Yeah. Because look, when they're, when, when, a, when a young girl gets famous off a sex tape <laughs> and her mother is the, is the, proprietor of it all and everyone is just making themselves into something they're not and no one is allowed to just be who they are without having a surgery or without having a fucking full face of goddamn makeup I mean I have blush and eye makeup on today but Jesus Christ I'm not contouring my face to look like a fucking different person you know so I think there's an unsure place in especially women uh, right now. Well, look at, 
Of course we're unsure. They're canceling our abortions. They're calling us, uh, they're arresting us if we try to take part in our body and our reproductive rights. Like, it's a very strange thing to be at right now, right? To be a woman right now is strange. And uh, I think there's such an insecurity about it uh, with a lot of us that that there's a question, you know? Well, wouldn't uh, it be nicer if, like... I was, well, that's a question. <laughs> I, I, I feel like they would just be like, I watched Life or Beth with Amy Schumer. It was awesome. Yeah, but was it awesome or did you, I don't understand. Thank you, darling. Oh, there she is now, Sunny. I was just answering your questions, my love. Uh, and yeah, I do. I think it's a sad state of affairs. I think we are questioning ourselves. I think we are afraid to tell what we really feel, how we really think. I know for me, I'm quite an outspoken broad. And um, especially when I go on stage for comedy, because, you know, when I'm here or if I'm on stage, I'm, you know, I'm upping my game. I'm upping my character. I'm a bit bit wilder. I mean, not, not so much here, but on stage for sure. I'm yelling and I'm kicking and I'm punching and I'm running and I'm, I'm in, having a great time. But what I mean to say is uh, a lot of people don't know what to do with that. Here's this woman. She seems so, I don't know, secure. It's a little weird. So what I've been getting recently, a lot of people have been saying to me recently, and I said this before on the show, but I'm going to say it again because I think it goes with Sani's question. A lot of people after shows have been telling me, women have been saying to me, you sound like a man. Oh my goodness, how sad. You sound like a man when you're on stage, Jess. You talk like a man. And oh my goodness, how fucking sad is this, you guys? How sad it my witches, my warlocks, my lovers, my humans, my babies. I find it really, really depressing that women who, and especially like, I think it's like, I'm a straight white woman, right? So I'm like a cis, cis white woman. And people have an idea of how I should talk or what I should talk about or how I should feel about myself. And I don't, I don't have all that. I have it. It's a little different for me. So it gets a little funky with my whites. Yes. I was in Santa Fe this weekend with my whites and they just couldn't understand. And, and I mean white people like waspy white people, do you know? No tattoos, no colored hair, no interesting things. People who go to escape rooms because they're so bored with their lives because they run the world and they have never had any fear and they've never had to escape from any terror. They go to escape rooms. They go to uh, uh, hang gliding. That's a very white sport. Uh, the the mud, mud bucker, I forget what it is, but I don't want to. I've gotten shot, so I don't need to go... <laughs> You know, so there's a difference in the energy is what I'm saying. So when I go out there, I, I sound very different, I suppose, to a lot of people. And in Santa Fe, mm, it's much more whitey, uptighty, politey than in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque, everybody's got a neck tattoo. Like all the ladies are, hey, what's up? Yeah, shut up. You're dumb and you're funny. And I love that. Uh, and I relate. You know, these are my people out here. As, as my mom would say, Jesse, you've, you've moved into with all your people. It's really nice that you finally found your people. And I'm like, well, I guess so. I guess I'm kind of Mexican. I guess I'm kind of native, kind of Jewish. Well, the I'm very Jewish and the natives are Jewish. They just don't know. Joshua. Anyway, after the show in Santa Fe, a woman came up to me and she said, you sounded like a man. You talk like a man. You're so funny. 
but you really do sound like a man. And I was, and I was like, I mean, I could be for, couldn't be further from a man, do you know? But I just don't think that there's a, a label for us yet, me and those of us like myself and those of you who are here listening and watching this show. I know we are similar in our uh, views of the world and the way that we act, which is a not un- which is not like what you're supposed to act like. You know, I don't like that. Supposed to shit. Hey, hey, lovers, guess what? I am so excited. It's 16 minutes into the show, and we're just stopping for a second to give you a little commercial. That's right. Oh, my God. I want to welcome my newest sponsors, Mariachi Mota and El Bail. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, El Bale Event Center, and Mariachi Mota, and oh my goodness, it's the cannabis family. Weed is finally legal in New Mexico, recreational, and we're so excited to be working together, you guys. Listen, I cannot be, I mean, this is like, I am out of my mind. Do you see me? If you don't see me, get on this goddamn video. What are you doing? Well, if you hear me and you are in Albuquerque, you must, must, must make uh, El Bal your shopping and entertainment center, okay? It is at 3911 Central. That's right in the beautiful Knob Hill area. And the Mariachi Mota family are the 2021 Essie Award winner of Best Flower. Oh my God! That means there's some top-notch, top-notch stuff there, okay? But not only is there beautiful flower, and not only are there events that are going on that are starting on Friday this, the 15th, fuck the tax man, come bring your government money to us. Spend it with us on the local businesses, support local business. Um, come down, we've got a 6 to 10 party this week, but we also have a grand opening on 420 at the event center and it is going to be beyond beyond i'm talking about vendors vending anything and everything you could possibly need i'm talking medibles baked goods wax flour there's there's glass there that you can buy there are and the vendors are amazing people and there are performers music uh rappers it's just beyond beyond and they're waiving the admission fee on 420 so please 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 come and i will be there of course these are my new sponsors these are my family we are so excited to have you guys come by now if you mention get wood it would be a great thing for me also there may be just a little free for you if you mention get wood when you come to the shop again mariachi mota oh my god and the mota family have made just in time for easter freeze-dried medible peeps i know stop it sour watermelon cotton candy you can't even believe hot tamale like some of the you can't even believe i'm telling you you're gonna have the best time come down this week on friday come and hang out get yourself some goodies and then come and hang out with us all day on 420 and don't worry next week i will be talking about it again of course i will uh, if you would like to follow them on instagram please do so at mariachi mota 505 or and Mrs. underscore Mariachi underscore Mota. Okay, boom, that's what's up. And hey, anybody else interested in sponsorships, please DM me, get in touch with me. I have a lovely little form. It's very simple, very easy, and very cheap, I must say. <laughs> it's a good deal, baby. Oh, I'm shaking titties right now. All right, so back to the show. That was fun. 
Um, I did mention Life or Beth earlier on on the show here, and I have to say it's the new Amy Schumer show on Hulu. And if you know me and you've known me a while, you've heard me talk really badly about this woman, and I and I really. It's something that I've had for a very long time. I've had a very, very angry um, and upset uh, disposition. And, you know, I do for survival. I, you know, the comedy and the ha 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 and the yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never for the 20 plus years that I've been doing comedy, I've never really put myself out oh gosh it's a very hard thing for me to talk about here you are some vulnerability for the show um i never plan the vulnerability you guys i just put the i put the notes down and then all of a sudden something happens okay so in my 20 plus years of doing comedy i have never thought i guess that i was really like a real comedian um i never put myself out there, I if I were in, was invited to do shows, I usually would say no. Um, I started in, in the black rooms, black and Puerto Rican rooms in New York City, where I did feel much more um, embraced and accepted for who I was. Uh, but then when I started to make my way into the what they called the mainstream rooms, I had a much harder time. And I, I really believe that um, when you suffer the kind of traumas uh, that, I've, that I've suffered, uh, a garden variety, as my therapists say. And I thought that was good. I was like, oh, is that good? That, seem, that seems like a lot, like all kinds of flowers. And she was like, yeah, but that's horrible. Like you don't want abandonment abuse, sexual, sexual abuse. You know, you don't want all that's a torture. You don't want that as part of your childhood makeup. But unfortunately, that's where I come from. And I didn't really know. Um, well, I didn't know that I'd still be alive. Even while I was doing comedy, I I was very much in survival mode, and I really hated with a lot of my energy went towards um, hating on other comedians, uh, mostly female um, who I felt were inauthentic and who I felt were a threat to me. And Amy Schumer happened to be someone who I came up with, and she used to, um, she was just a mean girl, you know? And I, I grew up with gangs, and a lot of people would think, oh my God, Jessica, you grew up with gangs, how are you like freaked out by a mean girl comic? And I gotta tell you, it's a totally fucking different thing. Like, hanging out gangs, it's, it was, it was easy. We didn't, I didn't have to prove myself to anybody in the gang just by me hanging out there and smoking PCP and laughing with everybody. That was enough. I could just be myself. But in the comedy world, I had to have this extra self-confidence where I could stand up to the people or I could go back if I had done badly, which I wouldn't. I would play at clubs in New York City and I would just, I would feel like I did badly and then I'd leave and then I wouldn't want to go back, fuck that club and fuck those people. And it was so detrimental to me 
so detrimental. Now, yeah, you could say, Jess, you didn't know. You didn't know if you were even going to live another year. And you're right. I started doing comedy because I got off heroin. Like, comedy saved me from a heroin addiction. So, yeah, I was close to death many, many times. But I was angry as everything to, to these outside things that had nothing to do with me. <laughs> the children are out. I never know if you hear the children in the background. It kind of cracks me up because my mother hated children so badly. And I've told you this before, but she would, oh God, I could never live where you live, Jesse. It's, ugh, children, ugh. I'm like, mom, you mean like how I was for a long time? Anyway, (laughs) so I'm telling you all this stuff about me and my comedy and, you know, self-esteem because I did start watching Life or Beth with Amy Schumer. And she wrote it. She created it. It's a whole situation. And the thing that I had, the, the, the biggest issue that I had with her was that I was told I wasn't allowed to do all the sex stuff that I was doing in New, in New York, even. Clubs were like, you're dirty. You're filthy. You shouldn't talk like that. You're a nice lady. You're, you're a nice young girl. You shouldn't talk like that. And I was like, suck my dick, you guys. But then here comes Schumer, and she's all trying to be all sick, sick, sex, which actually wasn't her deal in the beginning. So somebody had her doing that to, you know, it was, it was made up. So I'm on the sidelines all authentic and shit. Like, fuck her. That's fucking made up. So I was really angry that my authenticity never won, but I couldn't figure out how to get really unangry. And I know now that if you look at a bunch of people at a comedy club or in a room of comics or whatever, and, and one of them, you kind of like their material, but man, they're mean. You're not going to probably want to work with them. So some people ask, Jess, do you have regrets? And I say, I don't know. I don't think so. I just think I'm learning about the, the amount of anger and bile that can just really hurt you. And I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh my God, wouldn't you know Gary V is uh, starting a live video. Now, Gary V is someone that I listen to sometimes. He yells a lot, but I like the way his style is because he says, he says it straight up. He's like, are you really um, not able to do this or do you just not believe in yourself enough to do this? Is your product really that hard to get off the ground or do you just not believe in your product enough? And oh my God, dude, that fucking gets me right to the core. So the Schumer thing, I watched the show. And again, I was struck by how close all the stories were. To me, it's a, it's a, her story, the story is her mom dies and then she deals with like her mom dying and all this. And I just feel like I'm not angry this time, but it's very strange. And I'm, I really, really want to keep an eye on my anger. And it happens here. It happens in beautiful Albuquerque where I will turn to a few of the comics that are here at an open mic and I will make such a fucking angry face that all of them will die laughing and then we'll get in trouble because I'm being a mean ass. Yeah. Oh, mean ass McGee. How do you do? So, I do recommend the Life or Beth show on Hulu and I even, it's so weird because 
there's even a scene in it where they talk about not being able to talk to their men about sex and not ask for what they want. And I've been talking about that for years. And I'm not saying that she's, you know, listening to me or watching me or whatever. I'm just saying it's so close and I have to just ease the fuck up. You know what I mean? I have to ease up. I need to mellow out. I, I would love to get rid of, or not get rid of, but I'd like to just settle that angry part and go, it's okay to be angry. I know you're angry, but you know what you're angry about? The lady who fucking left you alone when you were four and you didn't have anything to eat. So don't put this on Schumer, (laughs) you know? I don't know. Anyway, I, I will end with this. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a fucked up story, but I you know I live next to this elementary school, and of course there's a pickup line outside. Um, I don't mean like, hey, how you doing, girl? <laughs> What's your sign? I mean you know cars to pick up their children because children should not be walking around alone, right? So um, I happened to go to the store the other day, and I I wanted to walk. It was such a beautiful day, and. I, I was walking past the, the parent pickup line and I, 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 have a, I have a feeling that is always correct. I can spot someone jerking off in a car from two blocks away. It's because I grew up in Los Angeles and I grew up without a car so, or without a parent with a car. So I was always walking around and I always knew the energy from the car. <laughs> and I would tell my friend, hey, that car, there's probably a dude in it. He's going to ask us for directions. Do not look his way. Do not look in the window. He's going to be whacking it. And every single time I was right. So I'm walking down uh, my street and I don't know why there were all these cars lined up. I knew that they were the, the parent pickup line cars. And I, I'm not really sure why the, uh, the glance to the red car that I had, I had a glance and I, and I, and I know, I'm not accusing anyone of jerking off in front of the elementary school. However, I know the, what else are you doing in your car if you're wait? And I can't see, all I see is this part. So I see this with, with arms. Come on. You know what that is. I know what that is. We're not children. They're children next door though. And what the fuck is going on? But then I thought, well, maybe they're whacking it to me. I might be looking cute with my roly cart, my little senior citizen grocery cart. Maybe they have a thing for uh, blue hair. <laughs> now, I dyed the hair blue this week. Or, yeah, I dyed it blue this week because last week when it was pink, I felt like it was looking very like uh, a senior citizen lady who goes to the hair salon and oops, it came out pink. Sorry, Blanche, come back next week. It'll probably be a little bit less. Well, then I do it blue and I'm like, wait a second, Jessica, you know that they call old people blue hairs. So, <laughs> but I myself considered superhero. I'm a superhero. That's right. Superheroes, not all, not all heroes wear capes, guys. Some of them wear dresses with flowers on them. That's right. All right. You know what? That's the end of the show. And I'm so excited that you all were here. And uh, I don't know why I can't get back on Get Wood to go live. I we've It's now three weeks that I haven't been able to do it. And it's making me absolutely nutto crazy. Do you know uh, Twitch? Are you familiar with Twitch TV? Because Twitch TV, if you all would go on there with me, I would do that. But I would probably like that better. Because you know why? Also, 
they're not going to fuck with me about what I do. You can send me money while I'm recording. What? This is amazing. And there's a whole bunch of shit I can fuck with in the background and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm going to do it, you guys. I think I've said it before, but this is this is some bullshit. And plus, it's that alien that runs this thing, right? The, the metaverse. I don't know. What's his name? The weird guy who needed friends, so he started the Facebook... <laughs> Anyway, I love you. I feel like I need no friends. You are my friends. I love my friends. Thank you, friends. And remember, I'll see you on Friday uh, at the El Bal, uh, El Bale. I am not pronouncing it correctly, I don't think. White lady problems. Hi. Uh, my mom would be so angry with me. Do you know that my mom spoke fluent Spanish? And she's like, and so do you, Jesse. So do you. And I was like, when? When do, Who taught me? How could I learn Spanish? How do you know Spanish? Like, it, it made no sense to me. But you know what? Buenos noches, everyone. Good evening. I, or it's not evening at all, but it's dark outside. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for coming. And please, if you're feeling frisky, uh, Venmo, uh, Cash App. I've got a Patreon you can go to and and partake in. Uh, But really, most importantly, I would love for you to share this show. And please, hashtag Getwood Podcast. So that way I can get back into my algorithm there. I love you. I love you guys so much for watching, for listening. Oh, and lastly, I am Johnny James. When are you going to have me on your show, fool? Hmm? You know who I am, Johnny James is? Check him out. Oh, he a TikTok star. He a local star. Yeah, and I met him in real life in the summertime, and he said that we was going to be like, going to go, you know, talk and stuff. So I'm just waiting, Johnny. Oh, Johnny, you told me we were going to call. You told me we were going to record, Johnny, and, and now I'm, I'm here and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on your call, Johnny, and I haven't forgotten you, and I promise I'll be funny and entertaining as always. Oh, Johnny, just get in touch. I miss you. (laughs) Remember, don't suck a dick you don't love and don't lick a pussy you don't like. I love you guys. See you next time. Bye. Yeah, yeah.